Do people even know what a managing editor does? People usually think it's something to do with newspapers when I talk to them. That's so true. I get the same thing. But mostly for me, I just yell at my computer screen and work from home with or without pants, usually without. <laughs> me too. And they totally don't let you do that in the newsroom. Or at least if they let you, they definitely look down on it. Welcome to the Managing Editor Podcast. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Jess. Every Tuesday morning, we jump into your earbuds to talk the down and dirty on all things writing, editing, and content. From the perspective of the guardians of the publishing galaxy, the folks who approve your submissions and make your words not suck. (laughs) We are so excited to kick off this new podcast with you. I have been a podcaster in the past, but found it exhausting to do it all by myself with a rotating list of interview guests. But one great outcome from the show was that I had my friend Jess on and people loved it. So we decided to join forces and do something together. Yes, it was awesome. But the best part was that Alyssa let me swear on the air. That's absolutely a given. Anyone who has a conversation with me. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So, Alyssa, can you explain how the Managing Editor show works? Sure. First, we'll start each episode with any important news, updates, all that kind of housekeeping stuff. Then we're going to get into an editorial issue idea or occasionally get into a little debate between ourselves. While we have a laundry list of topics we came up with before we even started recording, we also will happily have conversations about any questions or experiences our listeners have. Yeah, and this is the fun part because it's where we get to rant and rave about all the things that we deal with on a daily basis as editors, which is kind of a lot. I cannot wait to share some of the crazy shit people do and say on a daily basis in my inbox but also give some hope to our listeners by showing them the right way to work with editors and content managers so they can be successful. Totally. So it's our job to show you what not to do and to give you a few tips on what to do based on all of our years of experience as managing editors and content creators so that you can get your awesome content out there to the people that matter. Yeah, and we're also going to be featuring a bonus episode every month for your listening joy and bliss where we chat with editors and content managers at some of our favorite websites and publications. Now, I know a lot of you listening right now being like, I'm going to have to opt in or subscribe or something, but this will not be that whatsoever. We're going to release the bonus episodes on the same channels you get your regular managing editor show fix. Speaking of those channels, we'd love to hear what you think after listening to our first few shows. Please leave us a review on iTunes, Stitchers, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It gives Jess and I warm fuzzies on days we want to virtually homicide someone in our inbox so you're saving lives and may just get you a shout out on a future episode based on our extremely critical editorial selection. I love that. (laughs) Saving lives one iTunes review at a time. (laughs) That's how we do over here. Exactly. It's the little (laughs) thing that we can do in life. 
And if you have any questions about what we do, or if you're working on something and you want to run it by us, or if you have ideas for future episodes or jokes, we love jokes. Yes, Feel free yes. to, yes, head over to the managing editor show.com. You can leave a voice message there, or you can just send us an email at hi, like hello, just hi, at themanagingeditorshow.com. Sweet. So uh, let's get this party started. Hell yeah. (laughs) So Alyssa, what do you think if we actually introduce each other? I love it and I fear it all at once. So that sounds like an excellent idea. (laughs) I promise not to say anything too incriminating. (laughs) I was going to say, you you have some details on me. Yeah, well, so do you. So we're equally at risk right now. So Alyssa and I met online, as many of my relationships these days start out, probably back in 2008 or 2009. It was a while. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, We have several mutual friends. In fact, I think the one who we were both working with at the time, so maybe it was 2010, um, was Andrew Norcross, the WordPress developer. Yeah. Studios. Yeah, well, I don't even think he had Reactive at that time. He was working on your website. I was working with him on some project management stuff. And we uh, we finally met IRL in person in Boston at a WordCamp. I mean, I used to go to so many WordCamps. Oh, my gosh. I just spoke at a WordCamp like earlier oh, this year. I didn't even awesome. know that they were a place that anyone who wasn't a super WordPress geek went to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. I spoke at one a couple of years ago as well. Um, They're always really fun. I mean, I feel like you always meet really fun people and like, they also love to drink beer generally. So that worked out for us. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, And then, yeah, so we met there. We, we, stayed in touch and then we spent a wild and crazy night in portland oregon trying to figure out the metro systems that was that was really fun i actually almost forgot about that probably because we met up at a brewery um (laughs) at the world domination summit by chris gillibo you know shout out to chris that was awesome so yeah Alyssa, you are the former managing editor at the tropical mba and dynamite circle sites and also the managing editor at Simple Programmer. I love that you just are editing all kinds of stuff. You have successfully pitched newspapers and publications to land multiple articles and two, not one, but two syndicated columns. This is really cool, I think, because a lot of people try to contribute to different platforms by submitting themselves, but you were actually headhunted by Forbes to be one of the first 250 contributors to their open platform. I feel like that's like a huge, awesome claim to fame. So you're a badass. I mean, we I knew that, but I have to share that with all of our listeners. To be fair, when I was headhunted, I emailed them back and said, is this real? So... <laughs> So that's really cool. And you still contribute to Forbes. Now, Alyssa is the owner and executive editor of Craft Your Content, which is an agency that offers editing, proofreading, and content management assistance to authors and entrepreneurs who want to make their writing exceptional, which means she and her team spend a lot of time reading manuscripts. (laughs) What's that like? Uh, It's, you know... Reading a manuscript and providing edits takes much longer than anyone would 
ever imagine. Yeah, I don't I don't even think I have the patience for that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard enough for me to get through like a 3000 word blog post. So, um <laughs> this is one of those things where it's good because we like to do different things. Exactly. <laughs> we we each bring our own flair. Totally, totally. Another thing that's really interesting about Alyssa is that she had a double major. Half of it was in classical studies with a concentration in Latin, which means that she studied Latin for eight years and spent three years straight reading Roman history, philosophy, and literature, which also makes me want to kill myself. (laughs) So... Alyssa obviously is also a reader and loves exploring languages, um, helping people figure out how various works of literature can help them improve their online copy. And I love this because it's kind of taking the creative side of of literature and adding it to some of the a lot well a lot of the nonfiction and uh, business writing that we deal with every day. And I think that you know, knowing those stories and knowing how literature works, especially classical literature, can really help people get out of a rut. Um, Alyssa is also consistently in the middle of working on either her ongoing novel series that she really needs to self-publish. I, I, yes, I want to read this. (laughs) I want to read this and so finish it. And on a personal level, she loves to travel. In fact, I I generally almost never know where Alyssa is. I know that right now she's in Prague, but the last time we talked, you know, she was in Massachusetts or New York or Maine or in somewhere in the Southeast Asia. Uh, She also mainlines coffee, like it's a life force which I think a lot of editors and writers can relate to. And uh, so Alyssa spends a lot of her time out of the U.S., but when she does come back to the U.S., she loves to drink real bourbon. Amen to that. (laughs) And play with her adorable niece in New England. Um, She meditates every morning. I didn't know that about you, by the way. I've started a little bit of a meditation I don't even want to call it a practice because <laughs> it's not nearly every day, but um, I've started exploring that avenue. And she also goes through spurts of either intense yoga devotion or Netflix and chilling Chelsea Handler shows by herself in yoga pants. <laughs> we have a lot in common there too. And it's 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 a shame that we don't live closer because we could probably fuel both of those, um, <laughs> both of those dedications together. <laughs> So Jess and I actually met, uh, while we met years ago, we've made it a point to keep in touch and meet up whenever we're in the same city. So our friendship uh, went next level even beyond the craziness of trying to find our midnight trains uh, to when I was in uh, New York City by myself on New Year's Eve and Jess and her boyfriend benevolently took me in as their third wheel New Hell Year's yeah. date uh, to a, a special wine and mussels dinner. And, uh, Super sexy for New Year's Eve. And yes, please note, we, we rang in New Year's Eve and by 12.15, we're, everyone was catching metros and tees home to go to bed. Oh, yeah, because we're old. Exactly. We were like, (laughs) all right, we've done the thing, but now we need to go. So we also frequently message each other in Mastermind. Jess is probably one of my biggest go-tos for anything in terms of my business and editing and management and different things. Because even though we have a lot of different backgrounds and different ways that we do things, we do a lot of the same work as well. So it's kind of cool to have someone that I can like 
get a slightly different opinion from, but also knows the the trenches that I'm working in. <laughs> totally. I love that too. I mean, I feel like we generally have similar values, but we just mm-hmm. have so many different experiences that sometimes we, yeah, we need someone else to be like, it's okay. Don't murder that person. They didn't mean it. <laughs> exactly. And, and it's kind of a nice, you're like a very, you know, I, I'll, I'll talk about this in a minute when I talk about you more, but like, you're a very nurturing, like great leader builds teams, that sort of thing. I'm very like, here's point A, here's point B. How do we get to them? I don't want to discuss anything else. (laughs) In part of that whole world of what we do, you are the managing editor at several large publications as well, probably most notably the folks over at Convince and Convert. And additionally, you're the CEO and director of Calm at the new virtual assistant agency, Don't Panic Management, uh, where you help executives, entrepreneurs, managers, and business owners get shit done, which PS just is totally about getting shit done. (laughs) At all costs. Exactly. (laughs) Do the thing. She is so good at processes and being like, execute, 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 (laughs) which I absolutely love. And it also probably explains a little bit why Jess, even with our backgrounds, Jess is kind of a little bit more of a grammar freak than I am. Uh, she probably didn't notice it until lots of people started calling her out on it, AKA making fun of her for it, but it, uh, it kind of makes sense how you got into editing. Yeah. It's, it's not a bad thing to be made fun of for. I've realized there are much worse things. Yeah. And then as I was just talking about, uh, beyond like editing and writing, you also focus on doing a lot of like talent matching from your team with clients and getting deep into like what motivates people, how they communicate and uh, figuring out what people are saying when they're not necessarily saying it, yeah. uh, which I think is probably a fun one skill. of the biggest keys <laughs> to being an assistant or a virtual assistant or mm-hmm. a managing editor. Absolutely. Uh, and you like have been speaking and doing uh, presentations across the U.S. like a girl on fire this past year. Um, I absolutely love watching you globetrot to all these different places and talking about virtual work, virtual teams, creating accidental content, other skills that you have that are even cooler. Uh, Let's just talk for a moment about wine, bourbon, and beer, because I think this is probably one of our greatest first bonding points. Oh, totally. (laughs) It's like... I don't always like to talk about, but I've realized it's it's kind of a culture now, you know, like the the hipster movement, I feel like has helped, you know, the beer culture and the bourbon culture. I mean, there was always a culture around wine, I think, mm. um, you know, with like highbrow people. Um, right. <laughs> although I will say the wine now, I mean, there's so many like cool subscription services where you can get affordable wine that's all that's still really good um yeah and then the beer and bourbon thing is super fun no so i mean we're not just drunks like we actually care about (laughs) the taste and the culture behind it i think that's kind of again since we've been friends for so long we've also like made that progression together where like you know started out being you know inebriated after a brewery on a train and Portland, Oregon to New Year's Eve going out for mussels and wine and being by 1215 like, all right, 
right. So that's been a night. See you later. Yep. Totally. That's true. We've had, that's kind of a fun progression. Look at how, look at how grown up we are. So uh, beyond like all of that stuff, you are also a live music and just music in general, like savant, freak, fan, all of it. Going to music festivals, still playing the oboe in various like community groups, learning ukulele. You teach at a summer camp for musicians and performers every summer. Forgot about that actually. Well, I mostly am helping my dad. My dad's the director, and he needs a little bit of moral support. Um. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then you maybe aren't doing yoga all the time, but you like run and bike and. Uh, can you tell me about this five-minute ab video by an annoying high-energy Australian fox? I had to put that in because I just think it's so ridiculous. Like, <laughs> how did I find an ab video that's, like, taught by this Australian crazy lady? Um, which I guess when I when I was thinking about the, the fox term, can you call a woman a fox? I guess, yeah, a foxy lady. Yeah. Foxy lady. Yeah, yeah. totally. She's so annoying. You know, it's like one of those YouTube videos where it's like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you the whole time, but then it's only five minutes and it's and it works and it's really good. So I had to mention that in case anyone else is looking for a short ab workout. Um, we can put the link in the show notes. <laughs> you will yell at her the entire time, but you will feel really good afterwards. Again, we're here to help you. Words, bourbon, ab videos. That's our tagline. <laughs> Pretty much. So, Alyssa, why are we here together anyway? I mean, I think our experience has proven to us that the art of working with editors and creating really exceptional content and writing in general, I mean, it's just, it still has such a long way to go. And so we wanted to provide a glimpse into what it's like to be the gatekeeper of all of this content. I mean, last week I had 150 guest post submissions in my inbox. That doesn't include the ones that I'd already, you know, gotten through and the ones that came through other avenues. Like some people send me stuff via Twitter. Some people send me stuff via Facebook Messenger. Don't fucking do that. It's so annoying. So, you know, getting through all of those, what it's like, sharing some best practices that we've come to over the years based on, you know, not only our own experience, but we do a lot of research and reading and following of other editors ourselves um, so that we can become better writers and editors. But also, you know, we're here now to help everyone else do, do just the same and be better content creators, be easier to work with, with your editor, and, and overall just become a better writer in general. As we get into the episodes, I just really want to make a note because we're going to read uh, sample emails of pitches or submissions or communications that we get uh, before every main segment. I realize that as you're listening, that can be extremely intimidating if you then actually have to work with us in our professional lives, not our, hey, we jumped on a podcast mic lives. Uh, so I just wanna like kind of rest assured people that the emails we read every episode are usually written by, by us based on similar messages we've received, but we're never going to take something that someone sends us and just read it because uh, on the air, that's not fair. We're not giving you any of the salacious truths behind the scenes. I'm sorry, but 
we got to respect our clients' privacy and the poor unwitting souls who just send us really shitty emails. <laughs> oh, they're so bad sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so we want to help you out. We hopefully want to make you laugh, but if you're not into the occasional F-bomb and harsh truths on what you might be doing wrong when working with editors and managers, then this show may not be for you. Otherwise, <laughs> and you know, I'm sure that, that that won't be an issue. We hope you'll join us on this journey. Ask us whatever is on your mind and jokes send us jokes that's all that matters we want to laugh so our next little segment is about what are we excited about what are some little tips and tricks we want to give you an actionable takeaway each episode so today i want to give you a generic tip it's actually an app called grammarly and if you've heard of it it you can use it in your general writing every day but they also have a plugin for chrome which is the best browser ever and you can install it over at grammarly.com and what's cool about it is that even if you're not the best writer or editor yet it will highlight things for you and tell you you don't always have to accept everything it says and i will say you know it's it's a computer application it's not a human so i would not just go in and blindly accept all of their changes but it kind of gives you these ideas like okay you may have missed a comma here or this sounds like it might be passive voice things like that that you can then start learning from and so i think especially if you don't have an editor right now it's a good thing to install and use um i use it most when I'm editing, you know, Google Docs, or if I'm right in WordPress or Rainmaker, you know, it'll sh- it'll pop things up in red right inside my content management system that th- that I can then you know roll over, see what the problem is, and then choose to fix it or not. You know, there are certain things that I say and do in my own writing that I don't want to change. <laughs> and just like if you're tired, you know, make sure that and you don't have an editor again, you know, make sure that something at least is going through and checking things out for you. And Grammarly does a great job at that. So Grammarly.com, check it out. So kind of just doing a quick wrap up here. We didn't really get into a lot of nitty gritty here other than explaining who the hell we are, why you should listen to us and what you're going to get from this show, which we thought was kind of important for our first episode because you probably want to know that before committing to us. I have commitment issues myself, so I like to know everything up front to start. That does not surprise me about you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure to tune into our next episode where we're explaining what the hell a managing editor actually does with their day besides, you know, yelling at the computer screen while not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get the notes and links and all the good stuff that we were talking about, like the link to that five minute app video on our site at themanagingeditorshow.com slash episode one. And if you have any questions or ideas to contribute, head to themanagingeditorshow.com, leave a voice message, or just send us an email at hi at themanagingeditorshow.com. All right. I think that's the end of our first big show, Jess. We did it. Yay. (laughs) See you all next week.